What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another Hometown Ghost Stories horror movie review. This week we have The Evil Dead and Tucker and Dale versus Evil. I am joined, as always, by my co-host for the horror movie reviews, Dave. What's going on, man? What's happening? I'm excited so, to do these movies. <clears throat> I'm also excited to do these movies, and the horror movie reviews are usually just me and Dave. We try to get Jesse in. But he hates us, so so he doesn't he join hates, us. He hates movies. He just hates movies. That's that's what it is. But anyways, which one did you want to start with tonight? Uh, I could go either way. It's up to you. Why don't we start with Tucker and Dale versus Evil? Do you have a synopsis for us? Yep. So uh, two scruffy pals, backwards vacation takes a bloody turn when ignorant college students mistake them for a pair of murderous hillbillies. That's perfect. That's, that's exactly what that's happened. It. That's, that's yeah. it's, um, this movie's hilarious. <laughs> so, um, I don't know if you could classify this as a horror movie, even a campy horror movie. I actually think this is more of a dark comedy, um, which is fine because it, it's an absolute blast. I hadn't seen this one. You recommended it, and uh, it was just... I immediately, I think within the first 10 minutes was like, oh yeah, I'm going to like this movie a lot. <laughs> there yeah. was the scene where they're at the gas station and he walks up to them with, he's holding like a grim reaper sickle yeah. or something. Like, I don't know why. <laughs> he's like, he's going to go talk to the girl and his buddy told him to smile when he did it and he just gives the creepiest smile as he's talking to them. I was like, oh, this is a, this no matter what they say, just make sure you laugh. <laughs> and he's <just laughs> laughing, holding the sickle. With no, yeah. <laughs> It's uh, it's just such a great. It's just a smart movie in the aspect that they turn everything around. It's different than there being these backwoods killers. It's actually the college kids that are trying to kill them, uh, and they end up just killing themselves in gruesome but hilarious ways. There's there's so many good ones. There's the bee scene where. Uh, the guy's running from the bee and then the college kid starts running next to him but because it looks like he's trying to chase the college kid but he's running from the bee and the college kid just impales himself on the on the stick <laughs> and it's just like <laughs> then the kid sees the bee and he's like ah uh, and, that was uh, actually that was a great scene a great detail they picked up on uh, him you know visibly realizing his mistake Right. Uh, my favorite one was the wood chipper when oh, yeah. the dude the trips and falls into the wood chipper and Tucker's trying to pull him out by his legs. He's <laughs> just he's halfway th- into the the wood chipper up to his hips and Tucker just goes, "Are you okay?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, then they're just inside the uh the cabin and they're going, "It's a death cult. It's a suicide cult. They're all just a, they're all just trying to kill us and kill each other." It just it's such a wild movie and for me i don't like horror movies that try to be bad you know what i, I don't know how to explain this but there's horror movies try to be bad right that's the thing is it didn't try to be bad there's horror movies that are bad unintentionally that i love like when they're trying like the room right that's not a horror movie but the room is so great cuz it is unintentionally awful And there's horror movies that are unintentionally just really bad. And those ones are fun to watch. And there's movies that try to, you know, replicate that. But you can't replicate it because it's just done organically. Right. You don't have that authentic um, 
just that authentic feel like like the right. room had which is a great right. which is a great example and it was so bad that it was so good that it ended up being becoming a cult classic for that exact reason right but if they ever made a re a, like a sequel to it it wouldn't work because now never the director is aware yeah you become but, self-aware and right. you just you can't do it so for me i when i went in to watch this i was like i'm not gonna like this because this is gonna be one of those movies that tries that tries to be unintentionally bad and blah 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 blah. and i as soon as i was five ten minutes in like you said i was like all right i'm in this is yeah. this is great uh the actors are really the main three actors are really good in this movie uh tucker and dale and the female lead are excellent the antagonist think- is good too I thought he was fine. I thought he was a Chad. little over the top. I thought Chad was a little over the top, but if you if you want to call this horror camp, yeah, know, then that that's fine. Like he wasn't a bad actor. No, and if, for this kind of movie, I thought that his role. I thought he nailed his role personally. Yeah, I thought some of the other some of the other ones were okay. Like that, some of the other actors, the college students were okay, but uh, I thought him in particular was really good. He sold his role. Yeah, and, and there's just so many good scenes. There's a scene with the with the cop and the gun and afterwards the the college kid gets it and he's like aiming at tucker and dale and i think it was uh dale that's going you gotta turn the safety off and tucker's just like you have to turn the safety off that's what you decided to tell him (laughs) (laughs) it was so good there was so this movie was i think brilliantly written it was a really unique idea for um for a plot and Mm -hmm. it was executed like phenomenally they did a, a really good job because i'm sitting there wondering like man how are they gonna do the next one how are they gonna do the next one not next movie but like the next death yeah because uh, you know they set they set that precedent you knew you kind of knew which direction it was going and it was just it was like it kept getting better and better and better <laughs> so right i thought it was really 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 nicely done yeah and it and it's just such a reverse on the way the killer does things because you're always waiting like what's the next death gonna be and they're still doing it but it's just like the reverse of like how are they going to end up offing themselves rather than having Tucker and Dale do it? So right, and it's just like it's. I like how they like they're accidentally killing themselves, but in a way where it really makes it look like Tucker and Dale are the ones that are doing it. Yeah, and then they're, they're like, you realize that in the scene where they're like, we got to call the police, and he goes and tell them what. Who yeah, <laughs> these yeah. just keep showing up to our cabin and accidentally killing themselves, <laughs> and it's brilliant because it's like it, they're in a they're in a tough spot there because like what do we do like yeah. the story is not believable we look like we're the killers and it was just that whole whoever i don't know who wrote the movie uh it was directed by eli craig but whoever wrote it was was brilliant because it was just it was a really really good idea another great thing they do in this movie is there's a scene where he's like we gotta let their friends know that we have the girl because in the movie she she gets knocked unconscious accidentally. They they save this girl from the water, and they're basically nursing her back to health. And they're Tucker and Daryl like we have to let our friends know that we have her so they can come and get her. And he's just like they they're watching him chop the sign like we have your friend. And it's just like this horror movie sign of like <laughs> we have your friend, and they're just like oh my god they're gonna kill her. It's just so. <laughs> Everything is just so well done. Um, th- there's no, I have no complaints on this movie. I'm not going to give it a five, but I legitimately don't know what they could do better. So then, why? You know what I mean? Why can't you give it a five? 
Um, I guess just because I don't know what to classify it as and as a genre, maybe. I, like you said, it's comedy, but in order for you to find it humorous, you have to like horror. Yep. I, I it's gory. Think, it's a gory movie. Right. So I don't think you could like hand this to somebody that likes comedies and just be like, watch it because it's comedy or watch this because it's a horror. So I just think it's as much as it's right up our alley, right? This is a yeah. perfect movie for us and we are its audience. Um, anyways. And I just thought of a movie I want you to watch, so we're gonna do a pivot on the on the movie reviews that we're doing later. Sorry, just you okay. know, it, it happens. That's uh, fine. We'll, we'll shelf that, and yeah, I have one also. But anyways, so for me, it's um, it's a four and a half stars for that exact reason because it's not a horror movie; it is a dark comedy. Right. So if I, I'm not gonna hand this to somebody and say this is a five star horror movie because right. it just isn't, it isn't. But it's a great movie. So half yeah. a point off because I can't classify it as a... Uh, but if I'm rating this as a dark comedy, it's a five star. Yeah, but I mean, I, for I can't movie, argue that. horror movie, it's a four and a half star. Yeah, I was going to go 4.3, honestly. So uh, we're, we're right on the same page with this one, which lately has not been the case. We have been, we have been pretty off on some of the movies lately. So it's nice to come back and get together on... on you it's know, nice to one see of these. like a movie because uh, I'm starting to think like actually Rob's not a fan of horror movies because like the last four was like crushing them like, on, on the reviews. So. Well, we've watched a bunch of <laughs> shitty movies lately. <laughs> to be fair, um, all right. Do you have a synopsis for the Evil Dead? Yep. Ash Williams, his girlfriend, and three pals hike into the woods to a cabin for a fun night away. There, they find an old book. The Necronomicon, whose text reawakens the dead when it's read aloud. The friends inadvertently release a flood of evil and must fight for their lives or become one of the evil dead. Ash watches his friends become possessed and must make a difficult decision before daybreak to save his own life. Alright, well, if you are watching the YouTube and you look over my shoulder, you see that I have a evil dead poster hanging up in the room I am in. So I think that kind of tells you where I'm going with this it movie. It tells you that Rob hangs posters of movie he hates. Yes. <laughs> Can't stand it. I, I like to sit here and just get angry. So I put up a bunch of stuff. It's right next, you can't see it. It's off screen. He's right next to this uh, poster of Malignant. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, I love the Evil Dead, and I love the entire Evil Dead franchise. And we are going to cover the, entire, the entirety of the Evil Dead franchise at some point. But I think that obviously the first movie in a franchise is important, but I think this movie is important to horror as a whole. This movie was filmed in 1981 from three kids, basically, that grew up together in the same neighborhood. Sam Raimi, I think it was his brother, and Bruce Campbell. And they shot movies together growing up. And I won't go into the long history of their backstory, but they didn't even want to do horror. The reason they did a horror movie is they did a college movie in when they were in college, they did a comedy. They're all about comedy. That's that was their main source. They were like inspired by the three stooges. So they did this movie. And when they, when they screened it for people to watch, there was a scene with a jump scare, even though it wasn't a horror movie. 
And they realized that that got the biggest reaction out of their entire movie. And that's when they went, huh, maybe we should do a horror movie. So they write this horror movie. They raise all the funds themselves to film this movie. And for, you know, three kids fresh out of college or still in college, I can't remember exactly. They go with no budget and they make this movie and they innovate. This whole movie has innovations that you still see in horror movies today. And even if you if you watch this for the first time in 2022, you might find it corny. You might find it not to be the greatest movie. But I still think that it's it's, you know, one of the better horror movies from its era. And there's so many reasons why. But I'm going to let you talk for a little bit. Yeah. So I think that um, actually real quick on your point about things that people took from this movie as far as innovation and carried that over that you still see things like that today. One example of that, and you brought it up on the last review of you got the POV of the demon in The Conjuring, um, The Devil Made Me Do It. And yeah. you were like, you liked the idea, but you didn't think they nailed it. And this movie, I think, was the first time you got a demon POV in a horror movie because you didn't, you, you got Jaws POV before that, like the shark point of view shot, but you didn't get one from a demon. And they did a really good one with the demon, just the opening. And it actually is not it was wasn't just in the opening. It was like you, they kept doing it throughout the movie. Is you get that point of view of the demon coming at coming at the actors, and it was it opened with that. It was like, oh, this is cool. This is really cool. And the movie does hold up. Some of the graphics are a little bit cheesier. They shot in the uh, you see a lot of that 16 millimeter stop motion thing that uh, was popular back then. Uh, yeah, that really doesn't hold up. But for this movie, it's it it, it still works. You have to think, because this movie came out in 1981. The, re- the really only shocking, like the most shocking horror movie that was before that was The Exorcist. And that was, you know, people walking out of the theaters and whatnot. And with this movie, this is a shocking movie. It's well, you really, had, you had the really... Texas Chainsaw Massacre as well. So you got a few. The Hills Have Eyes, which they have the poster of in there. But to your point, there's minimal. I've seen all of those, and this one still, I think, is the most shocking. Mm. And there's just you got there's just various different scenes that are just like, wow, I can't believe this. They put this in there for the, ni- the early 1980s. You know what I mean? Yeah. The uh, the Exorcist kind of set the bar for um, a lot of that, but they um, this this movie was like this is a shocking movie. Just and, uh, just oh no no go ahead no you're good. I wanted to expand upon your point with the camera shot of the demon. And that's, to me, one of the biggest innovations. That was the the filming of that, the way they shot that, where it's like gliding through the woods every time that you see it. It's not, it's not like a lumbering walk or anything. This thing looks like it's gliding and flying through the woods or something. And, you know, you hear how they did it, and it was just basically... Uh, you know, a rod or a stick on each side of the camera and two guys just sprinting through the woods and then, you know, innovating. And it's like, and it sounds silly, but no one else had done it. It hadn't been done. And some of the upward shots that they did and just like camera work in this was phenomenal for, for the time and for the budget. And I think they were, if I might be wrong on this, I think they only had one camera. So if they broke it, they were screwed. So like, and I think even Bruce Campbell was one of the guys running with the camera or like helping with it because the crew was so small. It was a miserable filming experience. If you, 
if you ever want to really hear about the filming of this movie, um, listen to or read Bruce Campbell's autobiography. It's it's a really good autobiography altogether, but they really dive into the making of Evil Dead. Um, but yeah, it, it's just the innovations of this movie. And like you said, it's very gory. And for having no budget, I thought it was great. And I still think a lot of it looks good. It, it, it's just, it for me, it holds up. And 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 I'm I'm very biased because I love the Evil Dead movies, but there's just a lot that holds up, and it subverts expectations. What happens in these movies where friends go into the woods? Right, you're Friday the Thirteenth, you're any of them. It's a group of friends that go into the woods. They start getting killed by one one, one by one, and there's a final girl, right? And either the final girl wins or she's the last one to die. So you go into this movie, if you don't know any better, you're there's two two guys, three girls, and you're like, all right, so one of these is going to be the final girl, and it's probably the one that doesn't have a boyfriend. And uh, that's not the case with this movie. At all. Like, at all. Yeah. The one without it, the boyfriend goes first. <laughs> right. She's the one who goes first, and actually all three women are the ones to go first, which is just unheard of in a horror movie it's just so different and the final girl is bruce campbell yep whose character is ash he's the most handsome final girl of all time that's, that's true <laughs> but yeah so no this was um this was i hadn't, I hadn't watched the movie in a while it's been it's been a long time and i was kind of nervous i was like oh man because sometimes when i go back and watch these movies that i really liked or really scared me as a kid it's very disappointing like mm-hmm. the gate the gate is one for me that was just that movie for some reason we're not reviewing this movie but terrorized me as a kid and uh i haven't i've been too afraid to go back and watch it not because i'm afraid i'm going to be afraid because i'm afraid i'm going to be disappointed right it was the same feeling with this one when i went back to to go back and watch it and it just i was like oh man this actually holds up this is actually still a great movie and it's mm-hmm. such a cool movie when this came out it was like it was it was a big hype around it and people were like ready for it and waiting for it when it came out i mean it came out before i was born this is just off what i know about the movie uh when it hit it was like an immediate cult classic and it was just pe- people loved it people that were well, people either loved it or hated it these people right. this was also not a very popular movie among people who are not like us which is right um, deranged <laughs> yeah film <laughs> critics slammed it of course like that's just what they're gonna do um, and, and I think it brought into the light a lot of uh, it, it brought forward a lot of the Sam Raimi stuff that you see going forward in every movie. It's like so the opening car that you see, right, which is fun. That the classic, it's that car is called the classic amongst Sam Raimi, Bruce Campbell, and all their friends. It's the tan car that they're driving into the cabin, and that car. If you watch a Sam Raimi movie. It's tough to see sometimes, but that car is in every Sam Raimi movie. And uh, Sam Raimi has done a Western, and he <laughs> has done a Wizard of Oz movie. And that car is in both of those movies. And if you want something fun to do, go find that car in those movies. And the other thing that it that it makes that, that happens is Bruce Campbell is in pretty much every Sam Raimi movie in some capacity. He's an actor. I think, like... Some movies he got cut. I want to say The Quick and the Dead. I haven't watched it in a while. I can't remember. But he's either in it or got cut out of that movie. But he is in... If Sam Raimi films a movie, he's in it. 
He was in all three of the Spider-Man movies that Sam Raimi did. Which so, is great. That, I like that's Gamble, but he does he does he didn't get a lot of work outside of Sam Raimi's films. He did a Burn Notice series, which was, he was Burn, good in. Burn, but there is one. There's another Bruce Campbell movie that we're going to cover at some point. Um, that's a horror movie called Bubba Hotep. Oh yeah. So, which was a pretty good one as well. He's great. He he is Bruce Campbell, and you have to know how to cast him. And clearly, Ash as a whole is just going to always be his best character. Although I think some people will will take take it to the fight his Elvis character from Boba Hotep. But Bruce Campbell is Ash, right? Like that's who he is. Th- that's who he is. It's it's a great character. He plays it well. And the fun part about this Evil Dead movie is Ash isn't Ash yet. And the way that you'll come to learn and you know know him in future movies, but you start to see some of it towards the end of the movie. Like you just start seeing like some of those mannerisms come up, come into effect very slightly, but they're there. And uh, that's, that's another thing I enjoyed in this movie was Ash not being who Ash is yet. Yeah. So my, I mean, if, if I were to have a critique on this movie, um, which I really don't, I, I, I really liked everything about it because uh, it's, you know, for the reasons that we that we said, but if there was one thing that I thought was a little off about it, is at times you get Bruce Campbell, um, in his acting is I just think weird. So like when they're the their friend, right? The girl I forget what, what her name was. It was a uh, I think Shirley when mm-hmm. she was possessed, and um, Scotty and Ash are in the room with her, and Scotty's like, "We've got to kill her. We've got to kill her." He takes the axe and he's like limbing her body in front of him while she's technically alive. Because yeah. and, and um, Bruce Campbell's just sitting there like this, just watching like, like that's <laughs> that's how you're reacting to your friend being <laughs> limbed alive, <laughs> yeah. by your other friend. I'm like, mm, I don't buy it. I don't buy it. Do better, Bruce. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I mean, again, this was low budget affair. Their first movie. I'm sure if they had had it to go back and do over again, they would obviously change a lot of that. But I think that would ruin it too. Uh, I think it was what it needed to be for the time and to progress horror movies. And I'm not saying it's like the Bible of horror movies, but I think it really, it really helped like with shots, with ideas, the scene with the, the tree of the girl getting captured by the tree is still terrifying. Mm-hmm. Like just the way that shot and it was a hard shot. And I think that's all shot in reverse is the way they ended up doing that. Really, but but that shot is incredible in my opinion. Yeah, that was a scary. That was scary. That was one of those. That was one of the scenes that was like just like made the movie so shocking. Was like, and it and it got through. There's like one part of that where you're like, oh, oh, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I mean, they they do a lot of great work between him and his and his girlfriend and the deadites. The way that they play with your emotions, I like that. They have the one locked in the in the basement, the basement and, yeah. and that's pretty terrifying with the way it's talking to, to them. And I don't know, man, I just, I think like I could see people watching it now who have had the luxury of the last 40 years of seeing like, you know, some effects that aren't quite as cheesy, but even their makeup. And, not, you don't have to sugarcoat it. The effects that are in this, are cheesy yeah 
they they maybe weren't at the time. I have a hard time even believing that. But I mean, it, it was before I was born, so I can't really make I can't really have an opinion on that. But I mean, th- those effects don't hold up. This movie as a whole holds up, right. despite that fact. And it, you have to like, if for me to rate this movie, I definitely looking at it from like what it was at that time when it happened. Yeah. So, and and I but what I wanted to say was. I think like the makeup effects of the deadites, I still think they looked pretty terrifying at times. So, you know, there, there would become a classic deadite look the, the more you get into the franchise and that's crossed over to other movies as well that he's done. But I think, I still think the first movie, some of, some of the scenes of the deadites are, is scary. People in the makeup industry respect the evil dead. I, I, I can't remember the name of the show, but there was like this uh, this, sh- this show on TV for a while where they have like the the movie makeup artists and they compete. Um, mm-hmm. I wish I could remember the name of it. I, I, I watched every season of it and it was really good. Yeah. But every time they do like an Evil Dead thing, which I think they, I know they did it at least once. I think they might have done it more than once, but all the artists are like, yes, Evil Dead, yes. They like it's respected. Like that makeup in that time, well respected. <laughs> yeah. It, it's It looks good. The franchise, I can't wait till we do the dive on the franchise as a whole because mm. I don't know how we're going to do that. We might have to do that as a Halloween one because we'd have to go, well, briefly hit on one, but we got to do the second, the third movie, the reboot, and the TV show. Mm. Oh, and by the way, the there's video a video game. Multiple video games. There's a new Evil Dead movie coming out this year. So, oh, I didn't know that. We we should probably review that one when it comes out. When it comes out, yeah, yeah. So there's just there's a lot of Evil Dead stuff um, to to go over, and I don't really know how we're going to do it. So we'll have to talk about that off air. But I think Mm -hmm. what we need to do is actually review this movie. Oh, good idea. Yeah, it's a five. Yeah, five. There, there are things I that I that I could pick on about it. Uh, Some of the effects didn't age. But this movie's too important to the horror genre. It's too big. It's too. It's like it's when you talk about cult classic. When I say the term cult classic, the Evil Dead is what pops into my head because that is like the epitome of cult classic movies. It's up there with Fight Club. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. it's it's just the cult classic film, and it's just way too important. It was way too big, and it does it does hold up, in my opinion, as a on you know on the whole as a movie. Uh, as a scary movie, it's still scary. It's still shocking, you know, despite some of the things here and there that I could pick up, pick apart about it. Yeah, it's a five for me as well. Um, I'm sure everyone's shocked that I gave The Evil Dead a five. <laughs> uh, now, the caveat is, if someone were to, to ask me to give me a scary movie to watch that's going to scare me, I'm not going to give them The Evil Dead if I don't know them. You know what I mean? Like, I have to know the person and know, like, what they're into and know their level of horror. So, Jesse's the perfect example, right? Jesse's not a huge horror movie guy as much as he's into the paranormal stuff. They don't always correlate. No, um, absolutely not. It, it just, it's not always a correlation. Um, so, like, if Jesse was, like, came up to me, he's like, name a horror movie that I need to watch that's going to scare me. I'd probably name 20 movies before I gave him the evil dead. And, and that's just because of what it is. But I think if you do like horror movies as a whole, 
and you haven't gone back and watched this movie, because let's face it, it's over 40 years old at this point, you might not have gotten to it. I think it's important to go back and watch this movie if you like horror movies. Is what I yeah, say. and if you uh, if you are interested in like horror culture and how that industry of horror films evolved over time, this was a huge this this movie's huge on, on the timeline of the evolution of horror movies. Yeah, it, it just it's up there with Night of the Living Dead, The Exorcist. Um, yeah, Evil Dead's right up there with them. Yeah, and and I'd put it right up with all of those movies, just in terms of importance for you know for me and for for it doing stuff that I like within the horror genre. So that's five stars for both. Have we both given a movie five yet? It's the conjuring, right? Yeah. Conjuring. The conjuring. So yeah, evil dead's five and it's going to be hard for me to never to like go to other evil dead stuff and not give it a five, but I'll try to be as objective as I can when we cover other evil dead stuff. All right. So now I'm interested. We had a whole plan on what our next two movies were going to be. And I just ruined everything in the middle here. <laughs> Because I was like, oh, yeah, I remembered the movie that I wanted Dave to watch because I don't know if he's seen it. So have you seen the movie The Final Girls? No, but it's on my list of movies to watch. And I I actually I bought the book but haven't read it yet. No. Is there a book? Was it based on a book? I, I have know. a book. I don't want to go f- I have my horror library behind me. <laughs> but I don't want to. I have a couple of books in there that I haven't read The Final Girls. So tell me. So it's it's just it's called the Final Girls. It's a movie I watched a few years back, probably closer to when it came out, and I remember really liking it. But I remember saying to myself, "I need to watch this again." And now that we're doing this, I'm like, "Oh well, this is the perfect time to watch this again because we can watch it." And I think it's I, I, that's all I'm going to say because I don't want to say anything else about the movie. But I think. The Final Girls is going to be a great movie for us to cover on this, on these horror movie reviews. Cool. I'm with it. I'll check it out. And uh, I'm going to toss in The Descent. Oh, okay. Perfect. Another movie I saw a while back that would be good to watch again. Yeah. So uh, that was actually my wife requested we we cover this one. My wife does not like horror movies. She will not... She will not watch The Conjuring with me. I, I'm trying to get her to watch The Conjuring with me. I'm like, it's the, it's a great horror movie. And she just won't. She refuses. Wait, has Kate now, ever seen The Conjuring? No, she won't watch it. She does not like demons. And I'm like, it's not technically about a demon. It's a witch. <laughs> so we have to get Kate to watch The Conjuring. Mm-hmm. Kate. She gets, she gets she gets freaked out. Kate, you got to watch The Conjuring. Watch the you Conjuring. have to do it. It's a thing. Mm-hmm. So. But anyway, so she watched The Descent, which is not any less scary of a movie than The Conjuring in my opinion but mm-hmm. um, she loves she likes that movie she's a great one and I agree so we're going to review it yeah very cool so that's it that's your homework for the next few weeks I'm not exactly sure we've we're got a lot going on this month with our side content and everything but it will be in the next few weeks that we cover these movies make sure you watch The Final Girls and make sure you watch The Descent until next time I am Rob that is Dave and uh Ruby.